Welcome to Think Life. Think Life. It's episode 16. My name is Chris Kalabukas, and once again, we're coming at you live from deep in the heart of Silicon Valley, California. You know what's really dangerous to our humanity? At least I think it's really dangerous to our humanity. I think what's really dangerous to our humanity is when we give up our individuality to the group. Now, I was reading this really great chapter in Robert Greene's book, The Laws of Human Nature. I don't know if you've read that book, and if you haven't read that book, then I highly recommend you get it from the library, get it on Audible, get it at the bookstore, whatever you do, just run immediately to the bookstore and buy that book and read it, because it's amazing. But one of the things he talks about is the law of conformity, is that, you know, as human beings, as individual human beings, we have rights, we have responsibilities, we have, we have all these things as individual human beings that keep us sane, right? We're able to control ourselves, we're able to understand things, we're able to, able to observe, we're able to make judgments, we're able to control our emotions, we're able to allow our emotions, we're able to become emotion, you know, we can, we can control our actions, we can control ourselves, we can control things around us, we can control our devices, we can control our cars, our homes, we can, our, our, our jobs, our peers, we have some semblance of control over our lives as individuals. Because as individuals, you know, life comes at us, we observe, we understand, we react, we can react emotionally, we can react in many different ways. We can, we can react to things, but we can do it by thinking. We use our brains to decide what to do, right? As human beings, mind, use our mind to decide, because brains, mind, who knows if they're the same thing. So I think the individual is typically not a problem. The individual one, one human person can generally be okay controlling their lives. Inputs come in, they process them, outputs go out. Generally, that's good, right? However, when you take a person and you put them into a group or have them identified with a group, once the group becomes over a certain size, maybe five or eight people or something like that, then you have the suspension of independent thought. Because based on where we came from, because we haven't really evolved that much from caveman days, we all feel that it's more important to fit in with the group that we want to be a part of than it is to be an individual. So as long as we're individuals and we're in small groups, then we can be ourselves and our decision-making 
power based on our observation and emotions, etc. All works great and all typically works to our benefit and our loved one's benefit. So as long as we're individuals in small groups, that works. But as soon as we get into a larger group, as soon as we put ourselves into any size team above eight people, five to eight people, whether it's a department or a work group or a project team or a badminton club or a, a meetup or whatever, whatever this size group is, we defer to the thinking of the group. It's almost like we've basically said to ourselves, I'm just going to put my brain on hold now. I'm going to put my mind on hold now and I'm going to stop making decisions for myself and I'm just going to go along with everybody else. I'm just going to go along with everybody else. No matter, no matter if whatever the other people are doing is actually what you believe in. Because we feel that it's much more important to conform to the group than it is to do our own thing within the group. We don't want to make waves in the group. We want to conform to the group. And why do we do this? Well, I'm sure this is something that's sort of blasted into our deep dinosaur brain memory that it's helpful to be part of the group and being part of the group is a good thing. And going along with the group is a good thing. So we automatically do this. We don't even, we're not even thinking about it. We're like, wait a minute. Sometimes you think to yourself, why did I do that? Why did I do that? I was in a group and we were walking along and then all of a sudden, you know, we were protesting and suddenly I beat somebody up. Well, I never normally beat somebody up. Why would I beat somebody up? I never beat somebody up. But there was a counter protester and they were protesting against what I was protesting. What I was, uh, he, they were against me, and there was a crowd of us, and we were all rushing, and the, the blood and the emotions and everything was flailing, and I'm like beating this guy up, and I'm like, why am I beating this guy up? I would never normally beat this guy up, but once I got into the group, some mania overtook me. I put my brain on a shelf, and I let the group do the thinking for me. The leaders of the group do the thinking for me. I didn't do my own thinking. They, I let them do the thinking for me. And I just acted like an arm, like their arm. They were the mind, and I was simply an appendage. I put my brain on a shelf, and I didn't think about it. I just did it. I let my emotions run free, and I suspended my decision-making ability, my observational ability, my decision-making ability, my physical ability. I just suspended all of that, and I gave it over to the group. And I let the group control me. And it dragged me down as a human. For that time that I was part of that group, I was no longer an individual. I was no longer a human. I was an appendage. I was an arm. I was a cog in somebody else's machine. In somebody else's machine. So I have to think about that for a second. You literally, when you're in one of these groups, and if you are not careful you will literally give up your humanity, your autonomy to become a cog in the machine, in somebody else's machine, when you are part of this group, this mob, this riot, this 
protest, whatever it is. So all these people, whenever you see people protesting, whenever you see, this is the thing that I, I, I see whenever I watch TV, which is rarely, whenever I watch anything on TV where people are protesting, whenever I see protests, I think to myself, look at all these people. Look at all these people suspending their individual humanity to, be become, to become a cog in this machine run by whoever's running the group. And I'm like, do, are you guys really proud of yourselves? Are you really proud of yourselves? Are you, are you proud that you're suspending your individual humanity to be part of this group? Well, maybe you believe in the group. That's great. But think about it for a second. You really are just allowing them to tell you what to do. That you are allowing them to control you, to basically say, I am no longer a human being. I am a cog in your machine. You turn me any way you want. Now, we like to think that when we willingly put ourselves into this machine, that we can pull ourselves out. But the reality is that that's not what happens to humans. There's a law of conformity that when we're in a group, we want to conform to the group. This is something that is very hard to control. It's just like controlling emotions. Like You see something horrible and the emotions just overwhelm you. That's the same kind of feeling you get when you're in one of these groups. So it, you have to try really hard to maintain your humanity in the group, and you have to understand when the best time is to remove yourself from the group when you are no longer feeling that you can control your own actions, your own emotions, your own thinking. So that's the thing about groups, is that we have to be extremely careful not to lose our basic humanity when we are part of a group. Maybe this all comes back down to ancient times when we were all in very small groups, very small tribes wandering about. And then once we got to the point where the tribe was a certain size, then we automatically just gave up our humanity because we figured there was strength in numbers, because there was all these predators who were trying to get us. But, you know, if there's a lot of people around you, you know, others can fight, other, others can be eaten, but you're okay, you feel protected, you feel safer. But we're not in that kind of world anymore. But we still have that sensation. So one of the hardest things you can do is be a part of a group, but maintain your individual human independence. Understand when you need to step back from the group. Understand when you need to not do what the group is doing. Constantly keep a lookout in your brain. Constantly keep that rational mind finely tuned to see if the group is going along with your personal values. And when you see yourself straying from your personal values once you're within the group, that's when you have to say to yourself, is it worth my sanity <laughs> to still be part of this group? You have to ask yourself that question. You have to ask yourself that question whenever you're doing any of these group activities. You have to say to yourself, Am, is this good for me?
is this group helping me me be a better human or is this group sucking me in and turning me into a cog and if you don't like it then you have to be able to step away from the group and say to yourself whoa that was a close one that was a close one but i am now reasserting my humanity my individuality as a human being and i'm stepping away from this group and i'm disengaging and i'm decogifying myself by not connecting with the group anymore but you've got to be very very careful we humans can be so easily sucked in to groupthink which usually drags us down into the muck but in some cases it's a good thing so you just have to be on the lookout for that so where are we as humans i think like i said we've we've figured out how to be individual humans but i don't think we've quite figured out how to be individual humans in a group without giving up our basic humanity so i guess that's another thing we've got to work on (laughs) 